Welcome to a podcast about something where each week we dive deep into whatever it is we find interesting. I am your host, Calvin, and joining me from a deserted island that may or may not be purgatory, but definitely is not, it's Nick Richardson. What? <laughs> Do you even know where you are? I don't, man. I'm fucking and crashing no one else ever will. Yeah, this is bougie. Uh, we're here today to talk about uh, TV shows, series finales, uh, if they're satisfying, not satisfying, controversial, not controversial, just everything series finale. Uh, we picked, we each picked a few shows. Uh, we don't know how many yet. We picked five, but we're going to try and keep it under an hour, so if we run long, we might not get to all five. Uh, there may be a part two someday down the road if we really feel like revisiting it. Uh, but we got a lot of Twitter feedback that we'll get to later in the show. Thank you for all of that. Thank you, guys. Um I think we're ready to jump into it. We're just going to go. So this was your idea. Let, uh, you explain how we're going to go through this, I guess. Okay. So it's it's pretty basic rules. Um, the show doesn't have to have a set ending, and it can be a show that was canceled but tied up nicely, um, making the last episode the air de facto ending or a show that did have an ending. So could be pretty much anything. Um, I personally try to stick to stuff I actually saw. Um, yep, me too. We're, so with each one of these, we're going to do, was the ending controversial? Was the show good or bad? Did it run too long or too short? Or was it just right? Which I feel like is some of the biggest problems with most of these shows out there today. And mm-hmm. how was it satisfying? So first one, go. Okay, my first one, I'm going to go the opposite direction and was not satisfying. Hit me. Um, and it's very recent. Uh, my first show is The Big Bang Theory. Oh, man. You know, okay. I have words for this, but let me hear you out. Uh, I mean, so it, it wasn't controversial at all. I honestly haven't even heard anyone talk about it. It only ended a couple weeks ago. Um, I think my wife and I were the only people actually still watching it that are under like 85 years old. Damn, did it actually end? I thought it was still going. Yeah, no, it it literally just ended. This was the last season. Uh, it ended like the week after Game of Thrones ended. Um, but I think by the time it ended, everybody had pretty much given up on it, including the people involved in the show. Um, the, the show was at times, it, I think it was more good than bad, but the last five seasons or so were just awful and useless. I, but... I really enjoyed the show early on. It kind of had a new spin on things and uh, it, it, you know, indulged in the nerdiness of it. Sometimes it made fun of the nerdiness of it, which kind of missed its point. But at the same time, it indulged in it. So it was nice to kind of see that. Um, and like I said, it, it just ran way, way too long. I tell you, man, I feel like that's the problem for so many seasons. shows out there. Yeah, we're going to talk about some that, that did the opposite of that in, in a good way. Um, but this, like 12 seasons is way too much. Like they ran out of stuff in about season eight and just like, we're just treading water. Butter. Yeah. It's, they just couldn't get anywhere. They got to get off that cash cow. Cause I mean, yeah. I know they're, that was the most popular show on television. Like I've never I, watched, that's what they say, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, fake news. Yeah. <laughs> I've never watched an episode of it. Um, it's always on in the break room when I walk in there. Yeah. So they must play that all fucking day on TV. Well, that that's that's how it's the high, most highly rated show. Like it's just on in break rooms across the nation. That's it. Waiting uh, hospital waiting rooms and like office break rooms. That's got to be it. I just I, I've always wanted to watch it, but it's it's funny if you can catch an episode, catch an episode in the first five seasons, and it'll be much funnier. It's not something where you need to like 
binge it and make sure you see episodes one oh, through yeah, fifty before you like you can jump in pretty much any time and, and get what's going on. I just, Four nerdy guys, one hot girl, we get it. I just hate the guy. I don't hate him, but I can't stand the guy with the like poofy curly hair. He's in Roseanne. Leonard. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, can't stand him, man. He, he just, is kind of a he was an entourage too and he was really a dick in entourage but he was playing himself he's just kind of annoying man i can't stand his voice and he's weird he's like almost 50 dating a super young chick um to each his own but come on buddy who's like way bigger than him so every time i see it it makes me laugh it's like oh look at her with her little old man friend (laughs) and i mean to me it wasn't I wouldn't say it was satisfying. Like the way it ended wasn't necessarily satisfying. It was just satisfying that it was finally over. It it didn't really, you know, most shows like play up everything for the the finale, like really go into it, and like this one just felt useless. Like they were just trying like, to crank it out to get it. Like over it was just with. another week of. The, it felt like it was just another week of the show. It it didn't feel like it was anything important. Like spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the end and are wanting to, like Sheldon wins. His Nobel Prize that I guess he's been working to for 12 years, but like they they don't not really. And uh, Leonard and Penny, who's the hot girl, and Leonard's uh, Johnny Galecki, who you don't like, they're, they're pregnant. Okay, great, that's it. Like that's that's the big stuff that happens. That sounds pretty underwhelming. It it was very underwhelming, but that kind of sums up what the show was for the last five or six years, anyways. That's just too bad. I hate when this yeah. stuff happens. So, so I wanted to get that one out of the way so we can talk about better things. Perfect. Because I got something that's polar opposite in every category for the most part. Um, and mine is a super satisfying series finale with Parks and Recreation. Oh, good one. That was that was like uh, honorable mention. I didn't want to put that one on my list. I kind of thought you would. So I was like, I'll leave that for, for something else. You know me so well. Me and my wife love that show. Parks and um, is so good. Such a great show. We watch it. It's always on in the background at our house. She knows like every line, every episode. Um, but it's just such a great show. And the ending for it, I don't I've never heard anyone bitch about. Like that was one no. of the few shows I've never heard anyone say that show left me wanting because it it had the perfect amount of seasons. I think it was like five or six. I think it was six. Yeah, um, and, but and a lot of them were short because they were always in like writer strikes and stuff, were, wasn't it? Well, they were always on the bubble of being canceled too, and they were always they were usually a mid season replacement, which is like so shows that may or may not get picked up for another season like they'll they'll slot them to start in january instead of september and because they know something that starts in september will get canceled before january so they they just hold off on the other show and give them a shorter season and and basically put two shows in the same slot because they know something will will lose its ground um so a lot of seasons were mid-season replacements where they started in january instead of september and so there was a lot of short seasons there was a lot of on the bubble of being canceled or not being canceled but they they stuck around and i'm glad they did super glad they did they just adding had... rob Lowe and adam scott was the best thing they could have done too. so great man and they just they had such a great cast of characters I loved every single one of them, um, even more than The Office. Even and Mark as, Brandanowitz. Oh, dude, even Mark Brandanowitz. Even Mark Brandanowitz. I'm sorry. That was Mark too harsh. Um, I, I love that show even more than The Office, just because they nailed so much stuff so well. Um, mm-hmm. Amy Sh- Schumer? Isn't that her no. name? 
Amy Poehler. Poehler. Amy Schumer. Um, that doesn't mean Amy Poehler, who plays Leslie Nope, is fantastic in the role. She's everybody's awesome. great. Nick Swartzen's great. No, it's not, not Nick Swartzen. Nick Swartzen not in the show. Chris I'm Pratt? fucking up. <laughs> Chris Nick Pratt. Offerman. He's great. Nick Offerman's great. There you go. Aziz Ansari is great. Um, Aziz Ansari. Tom Haverford is one, probably one of my favorite characters of all in time, television. dude. Yeah, he is so funny. Donna Meagle. Love her. That's great. Teach uh, yourself. We actually, uh, my wife put on this new show that she's in. Uh, it's like Good mm-hmm. Girls or something. Oh, yeah. I, I remember seeing about, I haven't seen it, but I saw like the commercials for it. Check it out, man. It's actually really good. Yeah. It's very Donna Meagle-esque. Um, I, I watched recently, um, I watched like four or five episodes. It's called Abby's which, with Natalie Morales in it. It was an NBC show. Um, it's the girl, Natalie Morales is Tom's girlfriend. Um, Lucy? Like the Hispanic brunette. Yeah, Lucy. And she's in the show Abby's where she like, runs like this bar in her, the, her backyard. It was, I don't know, it, it had a rough start. I don't know if it has any staying power, but it, it was an interesting watch. I mean, there's a lot of star power in that show. Um, and there's a lot of the, the cameos and stuff like that. Um, it's just overall, it, it lasted, you know, perfect amount of seasons. It yeah. was a great show. The ending was perfect. I mean, everybody kind of went their own, you know, their own separate mm-hmm. ways, but they're still friends. They're still associating. Like everybody's well, they still successful. Come back for one last project. Yeah. Even though Leslie's uh, president or whatever she is. Uh, I think she's like the leader of the National Parks Association or some shit. But the fact I like, like the, that, uh, that the storyline with uh, Grizzle coming in too. The, yeah, uh, the free like Wi-Fi the internet conglomerate. Yeah. And how they, they gave him free Wi-Fi because Ben invented Tones of Dunshire. Exactly. And, I mean, that nerdiest is so awesome. And I, lo- I love how Tom, like, completely rags on Ben this whole series for being such a nerd. But Ben is ten times more successful than Tom <laughs> without oh, yeah. even trying. And, yeah, well, and, and one of my other things is when Ben was in his depression and – um he made a stop motion video and it's like two seconds of video. Get He's like, I worked for three weeks on that. I'm depressed. I'm not depressed. I mean, they just had a person do this. They, that was just such a great cast. Um, yeah, you're right. Adam Scott's probably one of my top three favorite people on that show, especially because I'd never seen him in anything since step brothers. He was in boy meets world. He was in hellraiser four. Yeah, well, I had watched in. Hellraiser 4 <laughs> till this show. Check out our Patreon for more Hellraiser 4 takes. And I haven't seen Boy Meets World in a very long time. He's Griff Hawkins, the uh, the bully that took the place of Harley Kiner. Griff Hawkins. What yeah. a badass name. Oh, my God. He was like – he wasn't the uh, the bully in the same way Harley Kiner was. He was like the cool guy who like snuck you cheat sheets to tests and uh, you know set up – illegal wrestling matches between you and Joey the rat. Like he, he was, he was kind of on the, the periphery, just being sneaky. He wasn't, he wasn't going to beat you up in the bathroom and make you give him his lunch money. He was a, fr- he's a fringe scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> scumbag, maybe yeah, a little harsh. We're not here to talk about Boy Meets World today. That will come some different time. This is Parks and Rec. Like you said, great finale, very satisfying, perfect amount of time. I, I agree with all your points. Boom. Hit me. Boom. My next one is Seinfeld. Satisfying or unsatisfying? I think it's satisfying. I'll get to that. Uh, but it it is a controversial ending. Um, at the time, a lot of people didn't like it. I 
they they kind of saw it as just this glorified clip show and it it was kind of stupid and pointless that oh these people are just in jail like that's their ending that's it and you know it's i i get those complaints but i'll get into why they're wrong um the show overall it's easily one of the best sitcoms of all time like and it was the first modern sitcom that changed what sitcoms can do in just that it didn't have these overarching stories. Everything was re- resolved at the end of the, the episode and they moved on. It had everybody in the episode had their own storyline that somehow came together in the end, but they, they had nothing to do with each other for the most part. So it, it had these four characters who were just doing things independently of each other, but still affected each other's lives somehow. And it, it's it's truly a great show. I I have no my dad loved Seinfeld forever, and I mean I remember they it. had that giant like in time in Times Square they had didn't mm-hmm. they air the season finale or something yeah yeah just, and there was like this huge watch party in Times Square for it yeah man I mean I've never heard of another show doing that so that that tells you how no I think it's big I think it's was. second in viewership to Dallas or Mash whichever one is first I think it's second or third in there this is Dallas. That's Dallas. That's um, it, it ran just the right amount of time. Um, this is something that Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David always talk about is how they could have gone more seasons. Like the money was there. NBC wanted to do it. But they felt like after nine seasons, they were going out on top. They didn't want the show to grow stale, as we've seen with things like Two and a Half Men, Big Bang Theory, How I Met Your Mother. Is You get to this point where you run out of things that are interesting or interesting way to do things. And they didn't want to to get to that point. They still had a lot of material. They still had a lot of material in the bag. And they just said, nope, this is it. We're going to be done. And I I don't blame them for it because in season nine, things started getting really crazy. And Kramer was just out there on a lifeboat for most. Like, I, it, was, it was a weird time for Kramer. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, but, uh, like, if... if so you're not a you're not a Seinfeld head like I am, and anybody who's listened to this podcast knows how much I love Seinfeld. If you've ever listened to one of our Seinfeld episodes, you'll get that. Um, but you know there are some episodes like you've seen some episodes, right? Yes. Any of the like really crazy things that are going on that's season eight or nine. If it's just like kind of crazy, that's it's probably earlier and not. But like if there's like when Kramer's shaving with butter and gets a sunburn and Newman wants to cook him like that's season nine. That's a season nine thing when it's just like way out of the realm of possibility, but still funny. They're just having antics to have right. antics. Yeah. But and, I mean, and, and it's still super funny. It's just not Seinfeld. It's not grounded anymore in, in reality if they don't want it to be. Well, I mean, I think it's, it's, there's a lot to be said about a group of what is it? The main cast, like four people Four, yeah. Um, four, incredibly talented people who are on a roll stepping away mm-hmm. well i mean the the other three people didn't really have a say in it yeah so i'm guessing it but Jerry i mean, I mean i'm sure it. i'm sure he would have like had a conversation with them he wouldn't just be like oh you guys all want millions of dollars and i don't uh fuck you I, we're just not gonna do it like i'm I sure they all talked about it but i can see Jer- jerry seinfeld i heard is kind of a prick a little bit but i i think at that point i i, I don't think he would do that um, so the question of is it satisfying or not, I, in my mind, I, I think it is. And that it, so if you don't know, and you're listening to this spoilers, basically the, uh, four of them end up in jail by the end of the episode. Uh, Jerry and George have sold their TV pilot to NBC. They're going to move to LA and start shooting. And they're going to have this life in LA as writers for essentially what is 
Seinfeld already. And, you know, Kramer and Elaine will just fall off. So they take one last blowout trip together on a private plane, which crashes in a small town in Massachusetts. And they get arrested for not helping a fat guy who's getting robbed. And through, they have a trial for them. And all of these old people who they're terrible to come at, like people from throughout the seasons of the show come in to basically vouch for these are terrible people. They don't deserve to be free to roam the streets. And so they get thrown in jail for a year at the end of the season. Um, and honestly, that's right. They, they are just awful, awful people. <laughs> and they've done terrible things. But because throughout nine years, it's been presented from their point of view in a funny way, you're just like, oh, okay, yeah, that that's good and funny. You root for them through that. But then by turning it in the last episode and having all these other people come in and like explain how they're affected by these antics that went on for nine years... It's like, oh shit, no, th- these are these are just terrible people. They they should be locked up. Um, so it's yeah, to to me it's good. Um and it's it's a really hard thing, and I think this is something an idea we'll come back to throughout this episode that you and I will. It's hard for a show to give viewers a satisfied a satisfying ending and leave you without a bunch of lingering questions about where the characters' lives are going next. And is where they're going next actually more interesting than what just happened in the ending? So something like the Big Bang Theory, which we already talked about, what happens next with them, Leonard and Penny having a baby or Sheldon now being a Nobel Prize winner, that's more interesting than seeing those things happen. But with Seinfeld, they put them in jail. Like there's nothing that's interesting going to happen in jail and they're going to be there for a year. They're going to lose their show. Like they're not going to be able to go do their show, obviously. Uh, you know, they'll just get out of prison and they'll go back to their terrible ways in New York. No growth, no hugging. That was, you know, one of the mantras of Seinfeld was no growth, no hugging, no emotions. And the only way to end this show is in the same way. They go to jail and everybody goes back to being, living their miserable, terrible lives. So it sounds like they stuck with the theme of the show, at least. Oh, yeah. Eh, There's something to be said about that. I think people just didn't like it. I, I don't, for people who didn't like it, please hit us on Twitter. Why? What is actually wrong with it? What don't you like about it? If if you say it's a glorified clip show, I, that's not an argument to why it doesn't hold up because the clips serve a purpose to show you how terrible these people are. If you have an actual reason why it's bad, why the plot of it was bad, and why they don't deserve to be in prison at the end of this show, please hit me on Twitter at APA something. I would love to debate this with you because you're wrong. <laughs> What's your next show? Um, You won't be wrong about this show and no one will debate it with you. Um, this is a least satisfying ending for me. And that's that 70s show, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, dude. I liked the very last scene where Eric comes back is good. That was the only good yeah, part of that. That was like the only redeeming thing. But it was a super controversial ending for the mainstream because everyone expected Foreman to come back. But mm-hmm. for like the whole and episode, he's there for like ten seconds, yeah. If that, and then it ends. You do have no idea. What, what was happens. that dude's name that replaced him? Kyle uh, or something? No, it wasn't Kyle. Kyle. It was. Uh, I want to say like it was like Larry. Fuck, what was yeah, his name? I don't even know. I'm watching like season two right now, so I'm way too far away from Kyle or Larry or whatever the hell his name is. It's fucking boring <laughs> ass useless, so. white bread, yeah. long hair, hippie bitch, douchebag. <laughs> He had, like, four <laughs> funny moments throughout that final season, but that's it. If that, man. He was yeah. just not good. He did not replace Ashton no. Kutcher or Topher Grace. Um, no. But, I mean, overall, that show was good. 
Like, I love yeah, that show, absolutely. man. The first five or six seasons are so good. Um, especially like the first three are just yeah. fantastic. Um, they yeah, once Kelsey's like trying to be a cop and things like that, like when he's first like in the in the police academy, it's really funny. But then like once he's a police officer, it it's not anymore. It's like once and, like once, he has a kid and like eh. yeah, once Hyde grows his beard, it I feel like it's just like yeah, and I'm done. And he starts hooking up with Jackie. Yeah. Yes, and when Fez changes. Like there's a distinct yeah. season to season change with Fez where he goes well, from after like, he broke up with that crazy girl, he matured a lot. Yeah, he gets all like I don't know. Fun fact: in uh, season two, Amy Adams makes an appearance Tush. as the slutty girl that Hyde hooks up with. Yep. Huh. The slutty popular girl. Eh. Uh, that's all. I just watched that one the other day, and I have to go back and watch that. Time. But yeah, I mean, the first couple of seasons, there's so much chemistry, there's so much like love and fun going yeah, on with all these characters. You can tell all the characters were friends. Absolutely, like, they had a all great. The, time. All the actors were friends. Something fucking happened, um, and it, I mean, it has to do with Topher Grace. Topher Grace left. Yeah, and and Topher Grace left, and Ashton Kutcher was half in, half out. He was trying to do movies and all that stuff, and I mean, I great for both of them they're making their money like topher grace was in spider-man 3 ashton kutcher was in a billion movies at that time like all mediocre as shit but he made a lot of money actually i like it butterfly like effect kutcher movies butterfly effect that, is good I, they're they're not movies that you would go out of your way to watch but if they're on cable you'll stop and be like oh this is pretty good too bad no one has cable anymore well that's true but i i just think once eric left and like there was like two seasons without eric i want to say no, there was only one season. Yeah, but it that, was only one, but Kelso season, was in and in and out for the last two. Yeah, and the last two are like by far the worst. Yeah. Um, and and Hyde can't carry the show. No, he's not funny. Like they tried. He's not as funny. They tried in the in the first season with Kelso gone. Like they tried to make Hyde carry it a little more, and then and Fez. And then Fez was in season nine. They're like, let's just make this all about Fez and Jackie. Like those are the people that the viewers want to see. Which I I could give a shit less about what their relationship like it just felt so forced so i mean it yeah, definitely it ran too long um yeah. if they would have ended it at season After five seven. honestly i would have yeah. been cool um, well, how long did it go it went seven i want to say it went eight um so. eight full seasons i want to say uh but yeah, i mean so they could they could have ended at five or six and would have been good I, find, I that show i'd have to go to my my mom's every every year for two weeks every so so for a month a year, I was at my mom's house. I spent pretty much the whole time watching that 70s show. And Eight I have um, the first, like, five seasons on DVD and nice. boom. It's all on stopped. Netflix now. I know, which really pisses me off because those were, like, 50 bucks a piece. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it was it was too long. Um, the ending was only satisfying it, that, that you got all the characters back. Mm-hmm. But it was a total kick to the nuts that you don't see donna and eric really get to interact much it's just like well uh, yeah because you like i think it's set up as eric just came back like for a week or something like he was going back to africa after you know whatever he was back for i did like that that they framed it as we're going into 1980 like the 70s are over so the show is over so we're going into 1980 yeah i didn't like anything that happened in the episode but that was kind of a cool framework for it that was and i mean i think that was their natural ending point but if they would have just done it in season five the characters would have been younger stuff like that and i mean by that point it's like come on you're not in the 70s yet it started in 1976 they started yeah they started in 76 i think 
and they only did like each season was half a year instead of like usually in a TV show every season's a year and you can tell because the the license plate in the intro has the year that the show's taking place in mm-hmm. on it um so like that always confused the hell out of me of like okay they start in 76 but it's eight seasons how the hell does that happen and then i realized okay each season is only half a year and that makes more sense once you watch it that way yeah so because i would just in college i would just pick them up here and there like i would just watch them whenever they're on tbs or whatever i didn't i didn't binge them in any way until a couple years ago when i watched it on netflix but i had seen most of the episodes except the ones with kyle or lenny whatever the hell his name is i probably should have looked it up while i was on the imdb page barry guy his name is guy that's it (laughs) fuck face that's his name i like guy Anytime I meet a dude named Guy, I can't stop. Plus, Red Foreman. Like, you can't top Red, Red Foreman. Red Foreman's for president 2020. Randy. Randy Pearson. Randy. We were so far. Were we, though? I mean, is there really that big of a difference between Larry and Randy? No. I said Barry. I mean, that's pretty close. Yeah. What did I say? Kyle? It looks like a Kyle. <laughs> His other notable movies are Date Movie and Bruno. So, yeah. Missing out on a lot of Kyle there. Fucking Bruno. <laughs> All right, dude. Your turn. Oh, is it my turn? It okay. is your turn. Breaking Bad. You bastard. I mean, we can just talk about it here. And also check out Patreon. We just did an episode on the Breaking Bad pilot. I also chose Breaking Bad. So let's combine yeah. this. Yeah, we're just going to do it. Uh, that, no controversy, right? Fuck no. I think that went I mean, down the only... immediately is like one of the top endings of all time. Oh, absolutely. The only controversy I will say is it's not about the uh, value of the episode, but it, it was there's a, a little debate about um, maybe Walt died at the beginning of the episode, like when he's in that car, can't find the key and everything that else happens um, after that is just like a dream or his dying thoughts. Hmm. Like, so there were some theories floating around that Walt died at several times throughout the final season and everything else was just a dream. So maybe that's the controversy. But other than that, like everyone thought it was perfect. Yeah. The only controversy I heard uh, were a couple of people were really pissed. You didn't get to see what happens to Jesse. Like once he gets away. I mean, he, he drives away into Need for Speed the movie. That's true. Like that's literally what happened. I'm I'm pretty sure as we were watching the finale, like after it ended, the trailer for Need for Speed came on, and it was like, oh shit, there goes Jesse. Yeah, dang man, he got not a, career a good quick. movie. Need for Speed. I heard it's not. I mean, it's a good game. I was oh great, great series of games. Uh, I was really hoping it was cl- closer to Fast and Furious, and it, it just couldn't live up to the Fast and Furiousness of Fast and Furious. No. Sad. But- I love Breaking Bad. Such a great yeah. show. Oh, yeah. Breaking Bad. That's what we're talking Fucking, about. Fucking what an yes. amazing show. And I mean, from the opening parts where Walt is just this meager little chemistry teacher to the end where he is just such a powerhouse. He's destroyed mm-hmm. all his enemies. He's basically won. Um, I mean, he still right. dies, but he won. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, he won. It's probably the best show ever it's the best show i've ever seen um i haven't watched the wire or the sopranos to compare it to yeah um but any list that's out there it's easily top five it yeah it's either like one or top two. three yeah. it's such a great show um, it, and it's it's wire sopranos breaking batter always and then you know um mad men is usually somewhere in there as well but not like those three are always the top and then mad men's four mad men's four uh but like you said it, it was just the right amount of length 
Um, Vince Gilligan, when he created the show, he set out, he had a plan and he stuck to it. He always saw it as a five season show, even leading up in season three and four, they would do the after shows. And leading up to that, it was, no, it's going to be five seasons. We have a story. We know where we're going. So every decision they made was in service of let's get to the end in five seasons. They stretched the the final season into two parts. So you had like 12 episodes instead of eight or 10, whatever it was. I think it was 10 as their usual. 10 was their usual and they stretched it to like 14 or 15 in, in the last season. But it didn't it didn't feel like Game of Thrones where they're just running in, in circle, running in place trying to make money or, or waiting for somebody else to give them something good to use. Yeah. It was, it was Vince Gilligan knew where he was going. Every decision he made got you closer to that and paid off. Oh yeah. You want to turn Mr. Chips into Scarface and every decision between season one, episode one and season five, episode 15 was in service of that decision. Well, I mean, every episode in that last season was a powerhouse on its own. Mm-hmm. Like it was much watch, must watch TV. And in in the early seasons, like the the middle episodes, like episodes three through seven were always just like they felt very boring and drawn out a lot of times. But they had very large connotations. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everything that happened mattered. It was just like it it got a little bit sluggish in the middle of those seasons. Yeah. Like you'd get to episode five and you're just like, oh, Jesus, get over with so I can see what happens Mm -hmm. next. Instead of like, oh, shit, something just happened. I need to see what happens next. But like episodes one and two always fantastic and then eight through ten always fantastic and like you have to kind of get through the middle to get the meat on the outside it's like a reverse hamburger pretty much good analogy yeah i just made it up right now calvin with the analogy breaking bad is a reverse every season of breaking bad is a reverse hamburger Mm. that don't eat a reverse hamburger that sounds gross (laughs) who wants the bread in the middle of your burger vince gilligan i guess so um it was it satisfying? Super we've already, uh, satisfying. We've discussed that. Yeah. Hail to the yeah. Uh, you know, he goes out on top. Like you said, he doesn't live, but he goes out on top. He, he um, it's as, as good as you can expect for, uh, you know, a chemistry teacher becoming a big time meth dealer and uh, getting his family a happy ending. Yeah. You know, he leaves, he leaves money behind uh, for his family in this trust that he made his ex science partner set up for them jesse gets free to go straight into need for speed he kills a bunch of nazis like it's you can't you can't do anything better and tell me about that closing song perfect choice yeah my baby blue i really need to rewatch like i'm glad we did the pilot projections on it because now i will probably just keep watching it because it's got me interested again i haven't rewatched it since it finished Mm -hmm. and i've been wanting to pretty much since it finished so yeah such a great show really good check out breaking bad yeah, and check out our pilot projection on Breaking Bad. Patreon.com slash podcast about something. Do it! Boom. What do you got next? Because that was technically mine. Uh, you just fucking stole it. Dick. <laughs> um, so my last one was a least favorite, correct? So I'm okay. going with yeah. a satisfying series finale, and that's Netflix's Daredevil. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'll agree with you. I will say the injuring ending was not controversial. Because no one saw it coming. No. I did not expect them to actually cancel it. Well, I don't know. That's tough to say. But for them to cancel the show, I thought was really... I think it's controversial now because people want more exactly. of it. And we're not going to get more. Maybe we get something in a couple of years with Disney+. Plus, Like, they, they may try and bring would, things back. That would be so great. They, I, I think I read somewhere that there are, like, non-compete clauses where basically they can't 
create the same exact show within a certain number of years or something like that. Yeah, so. especially with with uh, Charlie Cox, who's a fantastic Matt Murdock slash Daredevil. Yeah, he was perfect. That show was awesome. First season's so good. Third season, second perfect. season was kind of bland. Second yeah. season kind of sucked. Um, it was it was another one of those reverse hamburgers. Really. Yeah. Um, and it, I'd say Our obviously it, it ran too short. Um, I was super invested in Daredevil and that street level hero. Like I loved that. Mm. I thought it was great. And having Wilson Fisk played by Vince Diaforno, I think it's Diaf, whatever. Uh, I can never say his last name. Um, it's got a weird apostrophe in there. It's a tough one. So great, dude. Like they, yeah, he's. They nailed it from the choreography from to the writing to the the villains. Just it was such a great show. So mm-hmm. the way they ended it with you know Matt Murdock taking off his mask in front of Kingpin, like look at me, you punk bitch, I own you. That was so great. That was just I thought it was such a satisfying finale if you look at it in that mindset because he'd gotten back to his roots. He he got back to, he found out who he really was and he won. He fucking beat mm-hmm. Kingpin and he, he has that dude by the nuts. And I thought that was yeah. great. I would love to see Kingpin in a Spider-Man movie. Yes, like man. Vincent D'Onofrio in there. Seriously, that would be fantastic. I just, I don't know how him and Tom Holland would work together. It'd be odd. I think they'd be fine. I just, I really miss, um, because he's actually bigger than Tom Holland. Like he was, yeah, He's not that much bigger than Charlie Cox. Like he's thicker, but like not taller. The king, the kingpin is like this huge, imposing figure, and like you see it in like Into the Spider Verse, where he's just this cartoonishly huge person, and uh, like obviously you can't do that with real people, so it's harder. But like it, putting him next to Tom Holland, I think you would you would kind of get that a little bit. More. Yeah, and I mean he could throw Tom Holland pretty far. I just yeah, Daredevil was the first show that I've seen that had choreography like fight choreography yeah before it fight was choreography. fucking half decent it, well it man. felt like you were playing a one of the batman arkham games which yeah for for everything that the justice league pile of trash movies have done uh, the, the fighting with batman the hand-to-hand combat combat with batman is is the same way like in the, the warehouse yeah Bat that was like the only doing part of that i loved yeah, it, and I think they took a lot of that from what they saw in Daredevil. They took a lot from the Arkham games, they said. So, like, they, they're learning how to choreograph this stuff better. Thank God, which man, is because nice they're just – they're missing out on so much. And props to Charlie Cox for learning this shit, unlike uh, Finn Jones, who played well, – I had a uh, problem with, with season one of Jessica Jones, too, because it, it didn't feel like that. Because – and it's, it's nothing that um, – Kristen Ritter did wrong or, you know, the, the producers did wrong in making it or the fight choreography. It's like, there is no fight choreography because she's so strong. Yeah. She just like, she just throws this little girl punch and the dudes go flying. And it's like, it's, it's hard to be believable, but at the same time, like I get it. That's, that's what her power is. Mm -hmm. So it was like, it kind of took you out of that uh, realism of daredevil. Yeah. And I'm like, this is just a dude who can fucking, brawl yeah this dude can box straight up um and it just it was really really satisfying after um going back and re-watching it after watching uh fuck i can't even think of the name of the show uh iron fist oh yeah because yeah iron fist has some bad fight choreography dude he sucks with with finn jones um Whoever plays uh, Connie Wing, though, she does really good. She, yeah, she's pretty solid. But, I mean, Finn Jones is poop-y, poop-stain. And he looks like a 
a canned ham with le- like he has no muscle tone. He I'm looks a, like just a wad of gum. I'm an Iron Fist defender. I actually liked Iron Fist. Like it's I thought dope. it was. That was one of the few shows I saw, and I was like, yeah, they fucked up getting a good. white dude to play this guy. Like I, all right, it's not a good show, but like it was enjoyable to watch. I didn't care about the plot or anything, but like I just liked his quirky opt or his like optimism, like just this sunny side of everything kind of guy. Like I liked that. I thought, yeah. I thought he did good. I thought he did good as Danny Rand, not so much in the fight scenes like you're saying, though. No, yeah, definitely not. Uh, so my next one is Spider-Man, the animated series. Nice. Yeah, great ending. Uh, I don't think it was controversial at all. Uh, I was like 10 when it ended, so I don't fucking know if it was or not. <laughs> um, but like, I've never heard anyone say how terrible it was. Usually if, if people think things are bad, you hear about it. Uh, great show, best cartoon of the '90s, as we talked about a couple years ago or a couple weeks ago on our '90s cartoons podcast. Check that out. Um, it the, the the length of time it ran. It, again, it was probably just right. Uh, if they'd have made more, I would have been there for it. With animation, like you can just keep these stories going forever and ever. But like we said in our episode a couple weeks ago, this was a show that had like overarching plots throughout the seasons like each season would deal with a different overarching plot as he's beating up different villains every week and uh i don't know how much longer they could have sustained that uh but for me the ending was the best part they um in the the final season they did a lot of stuff with like clones and alternate dimensions and madam web was there so they capped all this off with spider-man um he gets sent into our dimension and he makes he meets like a -a make-a-wish girl and also um stanley and this was like a if i remember correctly it was an actual like make a wish wish that was granted of this girl got to see herself drawn into the show and maybe do the voice acting i don't know if she did the voice acting or not but like basically she was thrown into the show she got to ride around web swinging with spider-man and then after he finished with her he went over to uh the marvel offices found Stan Lee, who's the one who draws him and gave him a ride around town as voiced by Stan Lee as well. And that was just something like really cool to see Stan Lee and this make a wish girl get to zip around town with Spider-Man. Like Stan Lee, Spider-Man, he's been on record that Spider-Man's his favorite character he's ever created. And like, so it's really cool that he got to put himself into this show and do that with him. Yeah, most definitely, man. Yeah, it's always good to see Stan get to interact with his uh, creations, and no better place than Spider-Man. The animated series. Exactly. It'd be cool if he could do it like on in a real act- live-action one, but I think that's a pipe dream. At this yeah. At this, didn't he do it in the first Spider-Man? No. He was... He, he was didn't get to it. swing. No, he was in it. I mean, he's been in all of the... Mar- I mean, he was even in the terrible Fantastic Four movies, so... God, poor Stanley. I think he was even he was even in the really bad Hulk movie, which is worse than the Fantastic Four movies. I had someone defend that to me the other day. They said it was great. No, uh, the first Hulk with Eric Bana. Like four hours long. Yeah, and he fights random dogs. Yeah, Hulk dogs. Dogs. Yeah. As long as it wasn't fan four stick, that's I don't think anybody could defend that. Like I, I'll I'll defend the the first two with like Jessica Alba and and, uh, Chris Evans just because like. This was before superhero movies were smarter. So it's like, mm. it's okay that they were just like kind of cheesy and like they kind of leaned into like these people's powers are crazy. So let's just make it fun. Like mm-hmm. they're entertaining to watch for the most part. Like they're not deep in any way. That's no, sure. they're not. 
great movies. They're okay. Yeah, Rise of the Silver Surfer tries to get deep at points with Silver Surfer, but eh, they they probably yeah, should that. A little too too much. All right, what do you got next? All right, um, going back to least, and that is Prison Break. Never saw it. Okay. And now I'm um, glad I didn't. Be glad you didn't, because what the fuck? Okay, it ends basically. You think the the season the the ending ending is the main character Michael Sto- Schofield, who's responsible for all these prison breaks, mm-hmm. dies. Um, and then they bring it back for like a TV movie type right, deal yeah, I remember that. where he's alive, which was just the dumbest shit I ever fucking heard. I like that so actor Captain Cold in the Flash series, though. Oh, he's great in that yeah. show. I mean, the first couple seasons of Prison Break are so good. That's what I heard. Like, I always liked the idea of Prison Break. Like, it sounded mm-hmm. like a cool show. It was just I was in college and like watching primetime television is not on your radar in college usually. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that was one of the few things I would do with my buddies where we'd all get together mm-hmm. to watch Prison Break. Um, we would and... watch the OC and just drink the whole time, so I don't know what was going on in the OC. but That's what we'd do is we'd kind of drink beer and watch Prison Break. But, I mean, that, that show really should have lasted three seasons, I think, is probably a well, good How many bet. times can you break out of prison, really? Seriously. It's that's like, seriously, with, dude? That's the problem with a lot of these shows, like these network dramas that get picked up is like – you have a great first season and you've thought about what the first season is, what the premise is and where it's going to end for that first season. But then what do you do after that? Yeah. And if your first season doesn't have like repercussions and right. you're fucked. Like Heroes was great. All these random people get superpowers. Okay. Now what do they do with those superpowers? And they save the cheerleaders, save the world. Now they have to have something bigger to fight against and you didn't think that far ahead. So now you have to, now you have, instead of, you know, the, the creator of heroes having, being able to, you know, he worked on heroes probably for his whole life, creating this idea of, and then you go into season two and now you've got nine months to figure out what's going to happen over a full season and and you can't do that. Yeah, that was a tough, tough, tough hand. So, yeah, I mean, with, with prison break, it's fine. Not at all. Um, very disappointing. Sorry, prison breakers. Suckers. My last one is Arrested Development. Did it find – is it completely over with that newest season? I honestly don't know. Um, it's – they left the door open still? Well, so there's um, – when they started with season four, it was supposed to be a three-season arc. It was supposed to be four, five, and six um five was not very good as you've Mm -hmm. seen and um as you've heard and they broke five into two parts so i don't know if those two parts count as you know the three season arc but it it feels like they wrapped everything up like portia de rossi's completely out on it um i i don't really think jason bateman's in on it or michael Sarah. like i i I don't think it's going to go anymore i don't think it should we talked about it a few weeks ago with jay from the vcr kids uh, it, it should probably just be where it is, but I'm talking about, I'm talking about both finales cause we had one in season three and now we had another one in season five pretty much because it ended yeah. twice. Um, that I don't, I don't think it was controversial because not a lot of people watched it, but the fans who did watch it didn't want it to end, but it had to. Um, and then when the, the second ending came this last year, like it, it was another one of those where it just felt like nothing happened. Like it, I would have been fine if whatever happened in season five never existed. Yeah, that sucks, man. Cause yeah. I, I really enjoyed that show. Rest and I remember when I, so good. 
Oh, yeah. And I remember when I finally started watching it after I, not watching it forever, mm-hmm. just putting it off. And I loved it, man. I fell in love with that show. Yeah, I started watching it in 2009, which is like four years after it was over. And like it was just it's so densely packed with jokes and it it's hit after hit call back call forward inside joke like and it it gets better every time you rewatch it because everything is self-referential and then season four and five kind of lost that they were only self-referential to themselves they weren't like doing callbacks to things that happened in season one quite as much as the earlier seasons did it felt like it was all the earlier seasons feel like one thing and the later seasons feel like a different thing yeah and i i think a lot of that has to do with the actors themselves like well, yeah, a lot they of were, them aged a bit. Yeah, and they were um, barely checked in for the the last two seasons. They're like, oh, money, okay, sure. Yeah, most definitely, because none of them really are super big megastars, except for maybe Jason Bateman. Bateman. Yeah. Um, Michael Sarah's definitely not. He he but, was on a path to be for a while. Yeah, I mean, kind of, I don't know what he did with that. Superbad and Scott Pilgrim and uh, Juno, like he was in a lot of good movies for a while, and then he kind of just fell off the face of the earth recently underrated movie i think or hated on movie he's in year one love that movie i think it's fucking hilarious first time i watched it like i didn't it wasn't funny and then i caught it on cable and was just like hey there's nothing else on i'll watch it now like i was laughing at it more the second time it's oh so that's what it was i watched it before i had seen arrested development and then watched it after i'd seen arrested development and david cross's character in year one makes arrested development jokes in year one and i'm like okay now it's got me yeah. So, like, anytime yeah. anyone makes an Arrested Development joke, I'm in on it. Um, it a clever son of a gun. It was both too short and too long. Like, the first three seasons is not enough. They cut, you know, the third season down to, like, 18 episodes also. And then, at the same time, seasons four and five feel like they're not needed. If four and five existed at the same time as one, two, and three, and it, it went that far, and they were all part of this cohesive thing then yeah, that would have been good. But because it's two different parts and the first part is too short, but then it feels like when you get to the second part, like, okay, I don't want to watch this anymore because it's not what I fell in love with. So somehow this show both ran too short and too long. Damn, you were arrested development. But I, mean, I, I, think, I think that's the way they would want it. That makes sense for yeah. the Bluth family. Yeah, those damn Bluths. <laughs> um, it, to me, and I'm talking about the ending of season three, uh, despite it ending and not wanting to end, however, I knew it was over by that time because, again, I watched, I started watching in 2009, so it was already over. So, like, the ending in and of itself is satisfying. Like, everybody kind of gets what they deserve. Lucille gets arrested. Uh, Michael and George Michael and George Sr. are, you know, driving off into the sunset on their boat. They're not going to turn around for the family. Like, he's finally going to Phoenix. Um, Anyang set everybody up the whole time. He was the mole the whole time. Great, Anyang. <laughs> Loved Anyang. Um, it, it just felt like everybody was where they should have been at the end of that, like at the end of the the series. Like that's where they all, this mess of people, they belong. Yeah. They all belonged where they were. Michael and George Michael deserved to get away and Lucille deserved to be in jail. So mean. And Anyang gets to set them up because he was critically underrated. Anyang. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. All right, what do you got for your final one before we get into the real final final one? That that was the final final. Oh, that was the final. Well, no, this is the final final. Let's talk about Game of Thrones. Just ended. Yes. 
we Game of Thrones. We covered this a lot. Check our bonus series. I'll award it to me. But let, let's just we'll get it out in the air here. Okay. Um, I would say the ending is pretty controversial. Yeah, the fandom just the, the, just the tiny bit. The fandom feels divided like exactly fifty fifty, which is really hard to do. Fuck, I haven't even heard a single person be like, yeah, it was a great ending. I loved it. I think, but I won't say that anyone thinks it's great, but I think people um, understand. Like, there, there's a faction out there that's like, this makes sense and this is as good as we're going to get, which is kind of where I am. Like, this this is as good as we're going to get. They couldn't have done anything get. better. Um, it, it wraps up the story they were trying to tell, even though it's not great in all parts of it. I thought it was booty. Um, I, I'll take it because it's an ending. Yeah. Um, I will say I'll, I'll accept this ending because it's not George's ending, even though he had some influence, I guess. I, I don't think he had influence. I think he told them very, very, very broad strokes of like things like Bran is on the Iron Throne, but that's all the information you're getting out of me. You've got to get him there. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's how I, I feel think... like it was. I don't think those guys are strong enough writers um, to to do that. Mm. And I mean, with a bad ending, oh, it really soured. Yeah, spoiler. If you didn't know, we're talking but about series the, finales like that. They're spoilers. Yeah, and it, with with a bad ending, it really took so much mustard off to, off the top of it for me. Yeah, especially with like a bad final season. I mean, it wasn't all bad. There was some cool stuff, but I was just it was such a letdown in my opinion. Mm. Well, I also felt like a, a lot of people wanted to shit on the show because that was the cool thing to do at the time. And I mean, we're three weeks removed now. I don't see as I don't see it getting as much shit anymore because like the people have given up on on doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it felt like everyone had to have their take on why this is bad right when it came out because that's what people wanted to see because they thought everyone thought the same way and we just want to we just want our confirmation bias. We want to read things that agree with us. And yeah. I don't necessarily think that was a fair way to frame what this show did throughout its its entire history and to say, well, because the last season faltered at times, the whole thing is shit now. No, I totally agree. You can't But a lot of people were taking that shot and I'm just like, why why are you doing that? Why are you diminishing everything else that happened? It it, it... I mean, I'm not going to lie to you, dude. It definitely takes away from a lot of the other things they did. It, but it can. I'm not going to shit on the absolutely stunningly brilliant things this yeah, show the has sh- done. The show also did a ton of things that no other show could or will ever do again. Absolutely. Uh, this, To me, the, the question of, you know, is it satisfying or not, the answer comes from the show itself. And it's Ask Me Again in 10 Years. I, I don't know that I can... Uh, give a proper rating to this just just because there's so much surrounding it right now there's there's so there's so much negativity surrounding season eight the whole time and the finale in of itself like it's hard not to be thinking of that while you're watching the finale and watching the last season to to have all this affect your perception of it but definitely in a couple years if i watch it again and watch it as this this whole thing i might have a completely different opinion at that time I might just go, Maybe. okay, this is the story they're trying to tell me. I know where it's going to end. Let's enjoy it for what it is. But it, it was hard to do that in the moment because everything's swirling around it. I think once I get George's ending, if I get that George's ending, too. yeah, then I could go back and be like, okay, it's just the story 
that I can indulge myself, you know, when I feel like not when I don't feel like reading, <clears throat> basically. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good way to like, especially the early seasons, it's a good way to catch up on what's going on in the books. And then maybe you crack out the last two books to get the real ending. Yeah. Like you watch seasons one through five and then you're like, all right, let's dive into six and seven. The books. Yeah. Let's get, God, I can't wait. So what's, um, what's your take on if it ran too long or too short or just right? Way too short. To me, the answer is both and neither. It both ran too long and too short, and it was neither too long nor too short. Like, they could have they could have finished this in seven seasons if they wanted, if they didn't tread water for all of season six and half of season five. If they yeah, were I just agree. like, if they were just like, okay, George isn't going to finish this, let's do it now, they could have done it in a way that wasn't rushed. Because most of season six is treading water, most of season seven is treading water as well. Uh, so it, it they, they could have started moving the pieces to to the end earlier and gotten it done faster and then it's also too short because because they decided to tread water for two years and they truncated season eight like it could have been two more seasons and you put all this you move all those pieces also so like it's, yeah. it's weird it's in this but it doesn't feel just right whatever it is it doesn't feel like it's the right amount of time it's in that weird like part tory mm-hmm. like which is unfortunate like Lost. May or may which, not have been Purgatory. I don't know. Yeah, I never may, watched or Lost. May not have been. I saw like three episodes of Lost. I never watched a single minute of Lost. This, this girl that I was into in freshman year liked it, so I watched like a couple episodes with her, but I, it didn't grab my interest. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so what up- upcoming series finales are you looking forward that. to? We're gonna st- we're gonna do it. We got some we got some final thoughts. I guess we'll start with that one. Um, the the only one really that I have my eye on is Mr. Robot. Uh, we're going into season four here. It's supposed to be the final season. I'm really interested. Do you watch Mr. Robot? I'm very interested in it's it. It's really good. Wait wait till it ends. It'll be a good binge show. Like when this ends, I'll have to go right back and watch the whole thing because I think there's a lot of things that I missed early on that will be resolved towards the end. And this is one that, like, whenever a season comes out, I don't watch it week to week. Like, I let them pile up on the DVR, and then I'll I'll binge them through mm-hmm. once it's done. Because it's it's so densely packed with things that are happening and subliminal messages and um, just, like, conversations that you really need to pay attention to. That if you watch it week to week, you'll forget what happened in episode two by the time you get to episode three. So, it's it, like, I like watching them back to back. Yeah, and keeping it fresh as, as much as possible. Uh, but it's, it's a really great show. It, it's about this hacker um, guy, 20-something-year-old, and he's trying to take down uh, basically the Google of the world. And But it, they're not even Google. They're bigger than Google. They're, they control banks and credit cards and social media and search engines and everything. They're just an all-in-one conglomerate. They do everything. So he's trying to take them down. Um, by like uh, corrupting their credit card records, things like that. Uh, basically, the plot of Fight Club in the the first season, and then from there they have to deal with the fallout of that through hackering and all kinds of other stuff. So it's really interesting, and he's kind of an unreliable narrator throughout the whole thing. So it's really cool um, to see how his mind is slipping and trying to keep track of that. And I'm really excited to see where it finishes, and then to do a full rewatch of it. I'll have to check that out because I really, really like good. Rami Malik. Yeah, he's really good too. Um, but I, I, again, I would wait until it's over and just do the whole thing. Um, speaking of Rami Malik, if you haven't checked out the show, uh, the podcast Blackout, 
he is in that, yeah, and it's actually him. really, yeah. really good. I'll check that out. Check that out. Yeah, yeah. They need more help. Like they, they don't get enough love. So you know, they need they need little guys like us helping them out. That's for sure. Hey, they may they may find out about it and just be like, Rami Malik shows up to my house. Like, hey, bro, um, here's a million dollars, and I wouldn't give you. I any wouldn't hold of, your breath for that. I'm holding it right now. All right. Not a good idea. Are you looking forward to any upcoming series? <clears throat> um, the, there's only one. Uh, just because my wife's kind of pushed me on it, and that's Supernatural. Um, isn't that isn't season, that on like season 27? 53. <laughs> Uh, 15. It's been a long time. This will be season 15. I'm hoping um, Grey's finale finishes too. Like I, I feel like that's been on season 12 for like eight years. What's that? I said I really feel like Grey's finale or Grey's Anatomy needs to finish. Also, that I just it's feel like that's going. Been, yeah, it's been on forever. That show hasn't been popular for like eight My years. My wife watches it. That's the only way I know it's still on. Like I thought, I thought Damn. the series finale was like 10 years ago, and it's still chugging along. Yeah, I mean, Supernatural probably could have ended seven to eight times um but i think it's a good show man honestly uh it, it'll be kind of cool to see how they'll end it and how they'll tie everything up and and put it all to bed awesome uh another one a late entry here the good place uh it's going to end after four seasons they uh they're kind of taking the vince gilligan route and saying we had somewhere we want to be we'll be there at the end of season four we're going out on a high note um i just started recently watching the good place and I've made it through the first two seasons, and for some reason, all of season three isn't on demand. It's not on Netflix yet, so I haven't been able to catch up on season three. But I'm excited to. Really great show. Ted Danson's fantastic. Kristen Bell's fantastic. I, I love that show. So that'll be a good final season, I think. Yeah, me too. My wife loves that show, and I've watched a couple episodes. And it's, really it's not something where I'm like, I, I love this show, but I, re- I enjoy it. So, no, I mean, it's, that's what it's it not as densely packed as like something like Parks and Rec or The Office or Arrested Development, but it, it's really funny and and like Ted Danson's just uber glee at everything is I I love Ted Danson. Yeah, but I mean, what the fork, man? What the fork? What the fork? That gets a little annoying. Yeah, they yeah, they the... really like especially season one, like they really rely heavily on fork and fuck kind of sounding alike and shirt and shit. Yeah. But you can't cuss in hell. Well, that uh, heaven, hell, maybe I don't know. It's one or the other, the but boys. not both. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I I admire the fact that they're ending that. Yeah. At a good time, good I'm kind of curious to see how it'll end myself. Yeah, that'll be an interesting one. What else we got? We got. You got to you got to do this. Which show that you chose had the best run-up to the finale? So out, out of the ones we picked, which had the best run-up? I mean, the answer is Breaking Bad, but I chose something different because we can't just pick Breaking Bad for everything. Um, so, I, so I actually chose Arrested Development because, like, they kind of go off the walls crazy in their final season, too, because they know it's their final season. Uh, this is talking about season three, not season five. Yeah. Uh, the narrator starts breaking the fourth wall, just like literally asking people to send money or tell their friends to start watching. Um, they throw in like these lame uh, product placement advertising jokes that like they know are like super in your face, but are also really funny because they're they're playing off of it, but they're also getting money for it. And like they do the the goofy like 3D thing, like put on your 3D glasses now, but the scene's not actually in 3D. So and then they they like throw something at the screen. It was really funny how they just like <laughs> the narrator just stops giving a shit and is like just like just please everyone watch the show. We need we need money. Good choice. Yeah. Good Love choice. What what did you have for uh 
best run up to the finale? Um, I chose Daredevil, um, mostly because I just I thought that last season was great. Um, the setting up of Bullseye as the villain and Kingpin really coming back to the forefront. Man, I did not see Bullseye coming. Like I watched that whole season. I'm like, why? Why is this dude here? He's throwing knives. Like, what the fuck is going on with him? And I'm like, in like episode eight, I'm like, oh shit, that's Bullseye. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he throws yeah. knives really well. Yeah, I, I was really excited. I thought they did Bullseye pretty well, except for he's kind of a bitch when it comes to hand to hand combat. But he is I mean, fighting. That's kind, of, that's kind of his point of him also he's a long range guy yeah i mean he's no so, Colin I mean, Farrell, but he, he was pretty good as long as he didn't kill anybody with fucking paper clips yeah, you I'm know cool. what i'll i'll ride for uh 2003 daredevil with ben affleck that's an enjoyable movie i like it to each his own yeah ben affleck's not great in it but i i'm okay with that i'm okay with a lot of things yeah i mean i, I also i also like batman and robin and batman forever and I like a lot of superhero movies just because they're superheroes. So, yeah, and actually, Michael that, Clark Duncan as Kingpin was a perfect spot on pretty, casting, pretty awesome, and he yeah. did a great job in that movie. And Colin Farrell did pretty good. He was a little over the top, but like, it's a comic book <laughs> movie. Like he's supposed to be. He was a fucking bullseye. That was great. <laughs> Jennifer Garner as Electro was great too. Like, come on, the the movie is not as bad as people make it out to be. Dude, it's pretty shite. I mean, and Electra is even more shit. Well, yeah, Electra. I've never even seen Electra, but like, I know to stay away from that one. I, f- I fucked up and went and saw that in theaters and spent idea. my hard-earned that, chore that money on it. That's a bad idea. I was so I mad. saw Daredevil in theaters. It's 2003. Yeah. You know, I was 16. What, what do you expect? What do you expect? All right, so what's the best finale and why? I think we're all going yeah, to choose the same back. thing here it's breaking bad, it's breaking bad. by far <laughs> best finale i've ever fucking seen tied up the show so mm-hmm. well it's definitely we get... definitely stand the test of time like there's no doubt oh, that definitely. 10 years down the road you're gonna watch this and still go yeah this is fucking great oh so good and i mean i love the fact that it gives us a solid ending for walt mm-hmm. and an ambiguous one for jesse right like yeah he he could go and just be kidnapped by another meth dealing crew there could be more nazis out there who knows I mean, he could just go into one of his funks and smoke himself to death. Yeah, that's true, too. It, yeah, he's definitely destined for an overdose soon, I think. That's good. So it's like, who knows? He could do – I mean, he doesn't have any money. He doesn't have shit. He didn't take anything before he left. Now you don't want Nazi stuff. I want money. Well, that's true. I, I would just – I would take all that money and then donate it all to, like, Jewish and black organizations, Jewish, gay, blacks, like, all of them. And, and then – by nice suit and and it works so well because and we talked about this you know vince gilligan had the specific story he knew where he wanted to go and so he made every decision to get there and then you look at something like game of thrones where like they knew the ending but they didn't know the path they wanted to take to get there mm-hmm. I, so like it it falls apart in those moments trying to get there but at the same time, I think Game of Thrones, like as we get further away from it, I said, ask me in 10 years, I, I think it'll be OK once we get there and, and we're taken out of this moment where everybody wants to hate it. And we're just like, you know what? This show is fucking cool. And it does a lot like these dragons are awesome. The battles are awesome. Like the, it does things that no other show can do. And by the time we're watching it again, has been able to do since like it, it's still going to be that. And then you just kind of slog through the last two seasons. and You're like, OK. I enjoyed my time with that. 
that's that's probably the way it's got to be with that show. And I think it'll be easier once your expectations will be managed. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I had such soaring expectations. You're not going to go into it thinking, oh, this is going to be the best thing ever. You're going to remember it as this was a terrible, terrible finale and final season. And it will probably exceed those expectations because it's probably better than we are actually looking at it in the moment. Yeah, I mean, it had a lot of faults, but it's still good. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, we didn't do Twitter. Shit. A lot of feedback on Twitter today. We got Tons of feedback. We love you guys so much for that. It was so awesome. Thank you for participating. We had a poll. uh, What is the least satisfying series finale? We'll do, uh, for our Saturday poll, we'll do what is the best satisfying series finale. Of course, this will be posted after that, so it doesn't really matter. But you'll have seen it by then. Uh, The choices were Game of Thrones, Seinfeld, Lost, and Other. Uh, Lost won, but with 34%. Game of Thrones had 31%, Seinfeld 17 and other 18 uh, So the Thunk Tankers at Thunk Tankers, uh, great podcast. Check them out. Uh, they voted for Firefly. And I think that's more because people expected more out of it, and it just ended after one season. I never watched Firefly. I never went back to watch it. Like I'm not going to get into a show yeah, that I know ended prematurely. Not going to happen. Sorry. Uh, one star bizarre kind of goes wrong along the same lines. Any show that got canceled before they could resolve the storyline. So it ended on a massive cliffhanger. Like that's the firefly problem. Yeah. Tons. Uh, Colby Mack said, call me a prisoner of the moment. So I'm guessing he voted for game of Thrones with a bunch of emojis. Colby Mack loves those emojis. Emojis. Colby Mack. Shout out Colby. Colby. Good dude. Check his podcast out. Great movie reviews. Very short too. short and to the point. Colby Mack. I like that. Yeah. Uh, real real horror show podcast uh, gives a vote for Lost is just iconic because the writers so clearly had no idea how to actually end the show. Uh, he wants to revisit it. Guess not. Uh, the arguably correct podcast say uh, they actually answer the same question in uh, their latest episode. So go check them out and see if they had a different take on this. I will be. Uh, Barrenland Studios just wrote Gantz. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that is. I don't know. I don't know what that means. We're gonna we're gonna need more context from context from you, please. Uh, Drunk the pod uh, votes for How I Met Your Mother and Dexter. Dexter got a lot of votes on this, which I remember that had a bad backlash too. Super bad ending. I didn't watch it. Uh, I tr- I tried to get into it because a lot of people when it first started were saying how good it was and like I j- it just didn't grab me. I didn't care, which apparently was the right choice because it had a terrible ending. Bad. Uh, Pitney and Amelia's Bitchin' Boutique. Another vote for Dexter and Night Court. Because we didn't get an ending for Night Court, and that was a shame. So yeah, we don't know what that, that is. I I think it was like in the eighties. I don't know. I'm not old enough for Night Court. You're definitely not old enough for Night Court. Uh, Liam Howlett gives a vote for Punisher, and again, that's another one. Like I just don't think we got an ending. No, and that's why I responded, "Yo, yeah. <laughs> so fair ugh. point." Um, I think these characters are going to come back into our lives at some point uh, with Disney Plus, but we'll see. The Maybe. the Bingeables podcast gives another one for How I Met Your Mother. Again, another just iconic, terribly bad ending. And I'm going to defend How I Met Your Mother for a second here. Just because it got voted a lot. At, I don't agree with the whole final season. The final season at all taking place in one day around the wedding is terrible. Like, it's just boring and treading water. But where Ted ends up with Robin, like, his wife's died, he's moved on, like... This is actually the time Ted should be with Robin. The problem with Ted and Robin's relationship was always that she didn't want kids. He did. They couldn't 
have a family together and not one of them resent the other for the whole time. Robin wanted mm-hmm. to live her life and travel and do all these things. By the time they're getting back to you, let's call them 50 years old. Um, she's done all that. She's had her career. She's lived her life. You know, she's traveled. She's done everything. He's had his kids. His kids are mostly grown. They look like older side teenagers. Uh, you know, he's been married. He's had a family life. He's gotten everything he's wanted. She's gotten everything she's wanted. They actually belong together at this moment. They always had love for each other and were in love with each other. They just didn't want the same things out of that love. And now they can actually indulge in that love in the way that they both deserve. So, you know what? I'm I'm giving credit to How I Met Your Mother for the last three minutes of their finale. But nothing that happens in season nine prior to that. Very well said, sir. I was thinking about that earlier as several people voted for How I Met Your Mother. I can see you just like... Yeah. Um, VCR Kids uh, puts in a vote for Arrested Development, which we already went into uh, great detail on Arrested Development and how it was good and bad. And he's kind of on the same page. Yeah. The Music Crush Monday podcast. Uh, Hey, you leave Seinfeld out of this. Just hear me out here. Music Crush Monday. I defended Seinfeld. But it's historically not well liked. So it went in the poll. Uh, Zoe at Hernalicious uh, gives another vote for Dexter. A lot of votes for Dexter. A lot of votes for Dexter. Uh, the film gro- Grouch gives us Lost. Nothing will ever top that garbage. And, uh, you know, you had a good response in that. Uh, I, th- I think we probably topped it with some of this other stuff. I think so, too. Yeah. Uh, Matt Starman Morrison uh, he's going old school and obscure and saying Duckman. Again, no idea what that is. No idea what the fuck that is. Uh, Brad Cooper says St. Elsewhere. Uh, Chris... Chris one zero nine six six two two four. That sounds like a bot to me. Chris, I don't think you're a real person. Uh, he says he loves Seinfeld, but the ending was so bad they had to redo it on Curb Your Enthusiasm. I don't agree with that statement. They they did do kind of a reunion on Curb, and they did kind of a reunion on uh, Comedians Cars Getting Coffee. Neither of those things was supposed to stand in for the finale. The finale still existed. Uh, MC Myers at Film Objective says Battlestar Galactica, which I never watched that. I just know Me Bears, either. Beats, and Battlestar Galactica. Yep. All matters. Uh, the Gen 707 votes for Dexter's and The Sopranos. The Sopranos is another one that I've heard. Like, a lot of people hated it in the moment. Um, but I remember my dad threw shit at the TV. Yeah, they didn't like he that. That was, so was the iconic, mad. just cut to black as, you know, maybe somebody walks in to kill Tony. Maybe not. We don't We don't know what happens. But I've I've heard other people talking about it in that, like, if you go back and rewatch it now, expecting that to come, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, yeah, this wasn't that bad after all. It just like mm-hmm. shocked you so much in the moment and you wanted an answer that you didn't get. And I think, like we've talked about Game of Thrones, I think that's going to kind of stand up the same. Uh, just the Tipsters, another vote for Dexter. Stephanie, second H. Steph, uh, another vote for Steph, for Dexter. Cinema Savage, St. Elsewhere, had a terrible ending. Never seen it. And Susan yeah. McLean gives another vote for Dexter. And then we got one last one that's blocked for potentially offensive uh, material, which this is not offensive. So it's oh, it's not offensive to me. It might be to you. Uh, Trent Monk says Roseanne with the last season was fictional and dead too. Also, fuck you, which I think Twitter thought he was saying fuck you to us. But no, he was saying fuck you to the viewers of Roseanne that stuck with it for 10 years and they didn't give them any credit, which did you ever watch Roseanne? No, my wife did. She loved it. My wife, my wife, same thing. Like she, Roseanne was one of her favorite shows growing up. And we, 
at one point before we had kids and maybe my first daughter was born, like we watched all 10 seasons. Like it's fine. There are a lot of funny parts, uh, but the, the finale is kind of dumb and they do this whole thing where they win the lottery in the final season. And that's kind of the finale had to backtrack all that because they're like, no, these people can't have won the lottery. They, they don't deserve that. <laughs> yeah. I kind of got that impression when my wife was telling me about it. Yeah. When, when the new seasons were starting to come out mm-hmm. and just, you know, I was going to, probably watch them with her just because of something to do with my wife and uh bad choice yeah yeah i did not in fact end up doing that no uh we watched the first episode when it came back and then like apparently she's a racist and we didn't watch any of the others and we won't be watching the connors probably either so yeah i'm I'm not interested in all her hot garbage no, no, not me neither. Uh, so thank you to everyone on Twitter. Again, there's polls up all the time. There's all kinds of interaction. Please hit us on Twitter at APA something and at alone underscore podcast. We're all over there. Love talking to people about things. Because obviously we don't have enough time to, to talk about what we want here. We need more time to talk about it. Well, we just like talking to you guys. Yeah, sure. That, that's it. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast about something. Uh, if you don't like the month-to-month donations of Patreon, there is a donate button on our website on the About page down at the bottom. It says donate. You can donate one time, whatever you want. We would love that too. All the music is provided by those cats for a podcast about something. Thank you guys for providing your music because you are great. You guys stay sassy. Stay close. Stay close.